Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in Acts chapter 11, and we're right at the end of the account where Peter was defending himself before the believers in Jerusalem as to what had happened uh, with Cornelius. In other words, that the gospel had come to the Gentiles. And remember what Peter said in the 18th verse? He said, uh, well, really the 17th verse. Let me back up a little bit, okay? That Peter said, therefore, if God gave to them the same gift as he gave to us also after believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? The Holy Spirit fell upon them, if you'll remember, as Peter was still speaking. And the Spirit manifested himself in the same way that he had before with unknown languages. And so Peter said, how could I stand in the way? And so they were baptized into the faith by the Spirit first, and then they were baptized in water, which is a little different than what people think the normative way is supposed to be. So verse 18, the people that he was speaking to said this, when they heard this, they quieted down and glorified God, saying, uh, well then, God has granted to the Gentiles also the repentance that leads to life. <laughs> I, just, I just love the, uh, what is it, I guess the matter-of-factness of it, Okay, the, the way they respond is, well, okay, I, I, you know, I guess we were wrong about this. I guess God has granted to the Gentiles. Then verse 19 said this, says this, and Luke picks up the narrative here. He says, so then, don't you love that? So then, what, do you, what does it mean when somebody says, so then? What's well, sort of following out of the story, you know, what I'm just telling you, I'm about to move on with some things here. So then. Those who were scattered because of the persecution that occurred in connection with Stephen made their way to Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch. Let me stop there in the middle of the sentence. So he's saying what? He's saying, so then, remember those that I've been talking about earlier, Luke says, you know, earlier, three, four chapters back, the ones that had been scattered because of persecution, because of what had happened to uh, Stephen? They made their way uh, to all within the region, to Phoenicia, the Cyprus, and the Antioch. And here's what they were doing, verse 19. Speaking the word to no one except the Jews alone. So they were speaking the word. They were speaking the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, but they were speaking to the Jews. Okay, they're speaking to the Jews alone. And we're, we're seeing what... Uh, what Luke's driving home here is that the gospel was coming to all the world, yes, to the Jews first, but then to the Gentiles. Watch this, verse 20. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Serene, who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Greeks also, preaching the Lord Jesus Christ. So some of these folks from down the islands... <laughs> came to Antioch, and they were sharing the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ to the Greeks, to the Hellenistic ones, okay? Watch verse 20. Listen to this carefully. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a large number who believed turned to the Lord. So when these folks started sharing the good news, the preaching the Lord Jesus Christ, the hand of the Lord was upon them. 
and a large number believed. Uh, when you see these type of things within the scripture, uh, it's significant. A large would have been large. Many, many believed and turned to the Lord. Well, what happens next? Verse 22. The news about them reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas off to Antioch. So there's a lot of uh, Gentiles being saved. There's Jewish people being saved, but a lot of the Greeks are being saved. And so many that the word about this reached the church in Jerusalem. And folks, this didn't happen overnight. People would have had to travel at eight and pick up the phone, call grandma and tell her about it. Okay, So we're seeing that there's a period of time involved with all this. So the news about this reaches the ears of the church at Jerusalem. So the leadership in Jerusalem, they send Barnabas up there. Verse 23, then when he arrived and witnessed the grace of God, when he saw, that's what the word witness means, when he saw the grace of God, he rejoiced and began to encourage them all with resolute heart to remain true to the Lord. Let me just finish out the next sentence and verse. For he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and considerable numbers were brought to the Lord. So we go from a large number that were being brought to the Lord to considerable numbers were being brought to the Lord. How are they being brought to the Lord? Because the believers were preaching the Lord Jesus Christ. And as they preached the Lord Jesus Christ, people believed and they were saved. They turned to the Lord. And then Barnabas arrived and he began to teach them. And how is Barnabas described? Described as a good man. And he was full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. So he's full of the Holy Spirit and he's full of faith. Now, the last verse, I think it's the last verse for the day. Yeah, last verse for the day. Verse 26. Well, really, two more verses, 25 and 26. Verse 25 says this, And he left for Tarsus to look for Saul. <laughs> well, that's just sort of like thrown in there strangely, isn't it? So here Barnabas is arriving, seeing, witnessing the grace of God, rejoicing, encouraging them, encouraging all of them to be resolute, to remain faithful, be resolved to remain true to the Lord. Well, why did he, why did he leave and go to Tarsus? He went to look for help. He left for Tarsus to look for Saul, verse 26. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So here Barnabas is, what a good man, full of the Holy Spirit, full of faith. We see him for a period of time sort of being the point man here, but that's soon to pass because he goes and he finds Saul. Why? We're not told in the scripture, but I suspect the Lord told him to. He goes and he finds him and he brings him back. What do they do? For an entire year, they met with the church and taught considerable numbers. And the disciples were first called Christians, which means like little Christ, Christians in Antioch. Do you see how the body was growing? Do you see how the Lord was expanding his kingdom? I think there's things for us to learn here, folks. Most churches right now, of which I'm associated or know about and this kind of stuff, are all doing the same thing. They're trying to figure out uh, 
God's direction for them and trying to figure out God's vision for them, all these terms that we create as humans. We have it in front of us in the Word of God if we would but give heed and attention to it and then actually apply it. You see them teaching. You see them sharing the gospel. Then when people are saved, they teach them. There's some who have a calling to teach, Barnabas and Saul, and they come and teach a considerable number of these folks. What do you think they did? Well, they're described as disciples then. They turn around and shared with others to such a degree that people started calling them little Christians. Okay? They started calling them Christians, little Christ. Okay? They were first called that there. This right here gives us insight into what we're supposed to be doing. We need to be full of the Holy Spirit. We need to be full of faith. We need to be proclaiming, okay? Proclaiming uh, the, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, preaching that, and then watching what happens. The Lord will do, even as we see over in the fourth chapter of Ephesians, He will add to the church all that are His. We see that in the second chapter of Acts also. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.